Oh no. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay, we're okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Sound of Fire podcast. My name is Michael, aka Dr. Beaker. I'm Anthony, aka Villa Rhino. Yes, and uh, this is episode five of the podcast. Um, Dude, five weeks five. in a row. Five. That that's that's a that's a big number. Well, five you know, is a big deal. It's like it's like seven for me, but you know, not not flexing or anything. Sure, just, sure. Just, uh, that's I mean, seven's a lucky number. Seven. There's other things you could say about seven. I think I true. read a statistic recently where it's like. Uh, 70% of podcasts that were started in 2020 did not continue. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Well, yeah, every, so, every, yeah. Everybody started a new hobby that they thought they would be into for COVID and then just like dipped on it. I you mean, know, and a lot of people like got gear that could make it a feasible thing too, you know? Yeah. 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 Some definitely got webcams and like microphones for their Zoom setups. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I started, I mean, I started streaming. Um, September, I picked the worst day, September 11th of 20. Uh, wow. 19- you started yeah. streaming on nine eleven. Yeah. I, re- I didn't realize it. Uh, I picked the worst day. So now I ha- I have to celebrate nine eleven. Oh and, uh, my God. <laughs> and be like, Hey, two years, baby. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So not great. Not great. But you know, oh, I didn't even realize wow. it either. I was, I was really you upset. Know- <clears throat> Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, I, I started streaming during the pandemic also. I started streaming in um, August. Yeah. So my stream anniversary is coming up, and so is yours. Check that out. It is. Stream birthday is coming soon. Yeah, so I'll be at two years. I started streaming right before. Um, like oh, a few, okay. Yeah, like a few months before all this, all the COVID stuff started happening. Um, okay. And then honestly, sense. when it when it happened, I mean, my, my life really didn't change much because I worked at a grocery store. I worked at HEB here in Texas. Um, gotcha. So like the only thing that changed was I had to wear a mask. That was pretty much it. <clears throat> I still had to go to work. Like I still had to do my job. You were um, an essential employee, man. I was, and they gave us sick bonuses for it. So. Oh, that's super sweet. Good for you. I yeah, mean, that's... obviously making the best out of a bad situation, but you yeah, know, you, you know, we take those. Oh yeah. So wait, sure. when did you make the the transition from from that grocery store gig to to GC? How did that um, happen? That so I I apparently I just like 11s. Um, I started at Guitar <clears throat> Center on December 11th. Uh, imagine if it was on September 11th. That'd be insane. Um, December 11th, I started guitar, at Guitar Center. Um, so basically, I just kind of was over shopping for people. I was I, I did curbside. Sure. Um, I I was, I was just over it and, uh, I had seen that they were hiring and I actually applied for the operations assistant, which is the guy who helps the operations manager, which is the guy who like packs all the shipments, brings in the shipments and does all that stuff. It's a lot more, but that's the small gist of it. Um, but they were like, actually, um, do I use 11 gauge string speaker? I, I don't have a guitar yet. But I probably will. <laughs> um, but so, um, yeah, I saw that they were hiring, and then I called up there, and I was like, hey, I applied for this. And they were like, actually, that job's on furlough right now, but the wow, lessons lead. Shit. okay. Yeah, the lessons lead position is open. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't have any manager experience. And they were like, that doesn't matter. So I applied for that, got it, and um, yeah, here I am. And hey, now, man, you, now take, you take what you can get, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's absolutely oh, yeah. just the foot in the door. And like... 
I mean, I know you like your job. I mean, you do you complain about your job, but everyone complains about their job, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. At the end of the day, you're still kind of working around music in some capacity, which is right. cool. Right. You know? uh, by the and way, it's... I just want to make a little shout out to uh, this guy, Qualazar, in chat. He was actually um, also in the first gaming org that I was ever in uh, when oh, I first started that's streaming. Super cool. So shout out Qualazar. He's a homie. Real, He's a friend. Real, real quick shout out for that guy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're so. I kind of want to touch on it before we get into like the real meat and potatoes of everything we're going to be talking about tonight. Cause there's a lot. Um, we're trying some things out for you guys. Um, that we would love feedback on this. Uh, we recently made a sound of fire Twitter. If you haven't checked us out on Twitter, please feel free to do so. Please we post updates about the show teasers about what we're going to be doing, like little replay clips. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a very good time. But, um, where I was going with that is we're going to be making some kind of flow changes. And this is going to be the first episode where we're, we're trying those things out. Indubitably. So we'd, really like, we'd really like to hear about whatever you guys think. If you're like, no, go back to the old thing. Or I really miss your mustache because <laughs> everyone seems to be upset about my mustache. I was very uh, upset. I was very upset when I saw that TikTok. I'm not going to lie. I looked at Lexus man. and I was like, bro, we need to take a sh like pour one out for the homie. We've lost something today. <laughs> Lexus is like, who are you talking about? Like, she vaguely knows who I am, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, she, she knows who you are, bro. Come on now, she okay, she's right, watching. Right. She's watching you right now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. She's oh my god, weird. this is this is getting meta now. I feel like <laughs> kind of stage fright, you know. Indirect stage, indirect so, stage fright. Do you wanna do you wanna do like a rundown of how we're gonna do this, or do you just kind of wanna let the show speak for itself? How do you feel? Um, I mean, we could talk about it for a second. So basically, the last few weeks, um, we've kind of just like picked a topic, um, and Lexus says I'm always watching. Yeah, I know. Um, we we kind of just picked a topic and pretty much ran with it for an hour. Um, you know, we did our our thing that we're doing now. We talked to to each other and talked to chat and stuff, but um. You know, it was pretty much pretty free form, not a lot of structure to it. Whereas now we're we're kind of we're wanting to make it a little more structured, a little more professional. Um, so this first about ten minutes will will usually be the same. It'll be us talking to you, um, talking to chat, talking to each other. But um, getting, after getting that, the groove, you know, right, 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 exactly. Just kind of getting the words flowing. But after that, it'll be a little more structured. Um, there will be different segments that you'll actually see pop up uh, on the screen. Um, which we are working on overlays to make that look a little more professional. But for now, I, it's you know it's a little addition. It looks cool. I like it. I think I think the people listening on the Spotify are going to really appreciate our overlays. Honestly. Oh yes, yes, yeah. By the way, if you're <laughs> listening on Spotify be... or watching on YouTube, we do stream this uh, Twitch.tv/blackflame every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to come check us out live, say what's up, drop a follow. It'd be awesome. We'd love to have you in here. We really, really would because um, we're we kind of keep our conversation pretty focused on each other because we want us to be a consistent experience uh, right. across the board. Right. But sometimes there there are just gems in chat that we can't right. ignore. Right. We're working on it. We have urges. We're people too. Okay. <laughs> right. Like that's 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 the thing, man. So what we really really want to do is we kind of want to start the show by kind of bouncing back to things that happened a long time ago. Sometimes. Right. Um, we're still on the topic of music. We're still talking everything music, uh, new releases, music business. But we figured it might be cool to just kind of do a bit of a real quick deep dive. What happened today in music history? You know? And yeah. most of this isn't going to be like, uh, 
like baroque era music we're talking contemporary stuff you should recognize anybody that we're talking about you know yes. and if you don't i i feel for you i really do <laughs> I, I i don't know what any what else you could say about it but what's first on the docket let's just go down the our favorites that we saw when we looked this up earlier today. yes so the first thing that i wanted to mention was um it was actually the one that you pointed out because we kind of missed it was um so it's uh in 1964 the animals uh, which honestly is kind of a band that I feel like no one's going to know the name of, but they'll know the song sure. for sure. Uh, right. the, the Animals went number one on the UK singles charts with The House of the Rising Sun. If you don't know that song, what are you doing? Honestly. Uh, <laughs> so it was recorded in one take. This was the first UK number one to uh, to have a playing time of more than four minutes. So for, for real quick, for those of you who don't know, recording in one take, especially as a full band, is really fucking difficult. Um, you got to be really really practiced and also uh back then like i said 1964 they didn't want really long songs on the radio it was if like you think we want... of like the context we had like twist and shout by the beatles right i think literally two minutes and four seconds right um like... yeah they wanted to keep people's attention keep it moving like like get the attention and grasp it and keep it there they didn't want you know, four or five minute songs where like when people are like, when is this going to end? You know, all this stuff because it was kind of a new thing happening. But yeah, this was the first one to have more than four minutes of playing. Right. And even, even song form songs back then were maybe one chord progression and right. maybe change your melody. Like maybe it's, 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 it's so like the art of songwriting has evolved so much and what's marketable now in music has evolved. So oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So that's just always fun. And like, like Beaker was saying, like doing it in one take is, uh, impressive. You know, it's funny. The house of the rising sun, uh, made its way into my back into my life recently. I taught it to my kids last August, September. We do our shows in like four month intervals. He means his students, and, by the way. I was confused by yeah. this as well. Not his actual children. I, not my literal children. <laughs> I do not. I am not a father of sixty five. Okay. <laughs> but my my students at my job, where we were working on the music where the theme was British Invasion, and we kind of went in and I picked all the, the great British Invasion stuff like the Hollies and um, the Animals, the the Kinks, et cetera, et cetera. Right, like, right, right. Um, clash and, and did, whatnot right the clash right we did that song we did house of the rising sun and then a month after we had done it and the kids did a great job i saw a boomery meme but it was still a good meme <laughs> it was like uh singers today i need to make sure my autotune sounds good singers in the 60s and it was the guy um i don't remember his name but the singer for the animals getting to the belted part of the uh -huh. chorus my mother yeah like and it's so perfect it's right. so good. It's so precise. Right. And I think the um, it's a kind of interesting litmus. Like the uh, the skill ceiling of musicians now is way higher than it was back then, but the uh, the skill floor to get into music was so much worse back then. Oh yeah, if for that sure. Makes sense. You yeah. know because. If you wanted to learn music, you had to learn it by rote, and that was it. We didn't. There was no resources to learn it by. Right. Um, but then you have kids who are thirteen who are economy tapping like Tosa Nabasi, and you can't. You, like, <laughs> what, like the thirteen-year-old back then is playing a D chord, and he's having a great fucking time. He's yeah. Like, oh, we're in there. <laughs> I yes. can be professional now. Right. Uh, speaking of vastly different, um, let's move on to our next thing that we wrote down that we thought was fun to share with you guys. 
1968, today, uh, Black Sabbath played their first ever gig in Birmingham at a small, no longer there blues club. I that's, think it's no longer there. I uh, would imagine probably not. Um, but that's really cool. Like to think you, that a band you, so influential and just heavy metal in general played their first gig today in 1964. I don't know about anybody else. I really love shit like that. Cause I, th- the way I think about it, I like go, I'm like, what were they doing at this exact moment in 1968? And it just seems super cool. They were one year like prior to the moon landing, you know? Um, True. That's how far, that's how far back this was, you know? <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. <laughs> that's worth sa- talking about. God damn oh trauma. God. <laughs> Shout out Black Sabbath. That Ozzy Osbourne and Tony Iommi, they knew what was up. But so here's something that's important to me about, about this and why I was so glad that, that Beaker saw this when we were doing our research um, for the show this week. This is four years apart from the last fact that I just talked about. Right. This is somebody's high school career. Yeah. In the span of four years, music started to grow a bunch of really weird, freaky, kind of ugly heads, you know? Yeah. Like, when you consider that in 1968, bands like Pink Floyd were, happen- were starting to happen, or yeah. even Zeppelin was really kind of getting into their stride. The Beatles, obviously. Right. What the fuck is Sabbath doing with in the same like release schedule as the Hollies or or the Yardbirds? Like what is happening in history yeah. at this point, you know? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's... kind of weird to think about that those things existed in the same place, the same country in the same timeline. Yeah. That's wild to me. I it's... can't believe that. And honestly, like where 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 did the inspiration come from? I mean, I get like you know, for, for us, it's easy to gain inspiration from something because we have decades of that music to fall back on. Sure. But like when Black Sabbath, because they were really the, the forefront of the heavy metal scene, you know. Yeah. So like where there the hell. bands today copying Sabbath. Exactly. Still, exactly. You know? So where the hell did they get their inspo from to where they created these songs where they were singing about witchcraft and like dying all you know just crazy things like that Dude, and it's it's like i like the one of my favorite black sabbath songs is black sabbath right right, right. black sabbath by black sabbath is like the you know everyone always talks about like yyz as the tritone the bop 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 yeah. like when you're talking music theory stuff the first fucking tritone that was actually just a tritone was Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Oh my and gosh. The riff is literally dun, 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 and it just stays <laughs> in that for two minutes. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. And it's like the like the one thing that jumps out to me. Um yeah, I don't know how the fuck we got so deep into the Black Sabbath thing, but that's how much we love Sabbath. I mean, oh know? man, yeah. I I, pro- I mean, if, like the bands that I love, like it all, it, it's, it's all a tree. It's all a family tree, really. Like we're here and then, you know, all the bands that I listen to trickle down here and then it just spreads and spreads and spreads. And then Sabbath is like the roots that just... right. it always, it comes back to Sabbath. Everybody, everyone <laughs> who's ever played rock music remembers the first time they heard Iron Man. Of course. You know, of course. Like that's, that's it. That's, that's fucking it. Yeah. Um, 
or like war, not being or very war eloquent pigs. right now. Yeah, war <laughs> pigs was war pigs was lost on me when I first heard. Really, it. I like, dude, I is, love is... war pigs. Honestly, and it it's only because sirens. it's only because the beginning where it's just that da 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 da. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um. So, uh, so we're gonna move on to the next one. So, in 1985, on this day. Elton John was re-signed with MCA Records in America. Um, he got a five-album deal being worth, wait for it, $8 million for five albums, to make five albums, the biggest advance in history given to an artist at that time. That's a big advance today. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you think of who's like getting signed today and they're not getting signed for fucking $8 million. Yeah. Justin Bieber didn't get signed for eight fucking million dollars. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, that's a lot of money. Um, I, and actually I know it's probably not that much of a big difference, but I'm curious what like $8 million then will be worth now. Like inflation, we should calculate for inflation. I'm gonna do that math. Real do quick. that. Uh, do inflation that. Inflation calculator. Yeah, Lexis, um, Lexi Warren, chat. My girlfriend. She is probably the biggest Elton John fan I know. Um, so I'm sure she's happy to hear of his success in 1985. <clears throat> if in 1985 I purchased an an item for one million dollars i'm sorry eight million dollars eight <laughs> million my bad one two three four, yeah show five, some respect six. yeah put some respect on that right <laughs> eight million dollars in 1985 is twenty million two hundred thousand four hundred and forty six dollars what i was cent. thinking like 10 million holy shit two million dollars oh yeah. my god that's insane i literally i was thinking like maybe it went up to like 10 11 mil no no that's no, no, insane no no no, no, no. has changed a lot <laughs> incorrect sir <laughs> wrong sir yeah, yeah that's crazy oh my but goodness then, so I, what's important is that you think of the list of singles that elton john had already accomplished at this point right right Oh like, yeah, no, he he definitely he already has a a discography. He's, he's already got an incredible discography, like Goodbye Yellow Rick Road, Benny yes. and the Jets. Yes, um, your song is already here, Rocket Man. <laughs> like all of this is is like the best Elton John that's ever Elton John. Dare I say? <laughs> I know that there's like diehard Elton John fans who will be like, you don't know what you're talking about, and they're right because admittedly. And I'm going to probably change that over the course of this month. I haven't listened to enough Elton John. I've listened to all the big hits, and I love the big hits. I think Elton John did a better space song than David Bowie, which is saying a lot because David Bowie is my right. favorite. <gasps> Let me take a breath. I'm talking about a lot of the beatific men, and it's throwing me off. Okay. Okay. Are, are we doing this? <laughs> is that it? Did I get you? Was that it? Damn it, dude. All right. <laughs> Fuck it. Go ahead. Um, All right. Well, hold on. It, is it made up or is it real? Wait, no, it's real. And I say that I'm going to say that they are like Beethoven in their perspective, right? Okay. So beatific means akin to Beethoven. Akin beatific. to Beethoven. I'm going to type this out in the chat real quick. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm spelling it correctly. I am. <laughs> I am. 
beatific means blissfully happy but it's also associated with christian theology meaning imparting holy bliss so fair enough the i just he just pulls these words out of his i don't i swear <laughs> to god i that was al natural uh there it is i i spelled it twice that's how oh okay I, I was like that looks way longer than just that beatific okay yeah wow um but i mean is that not the most appropriate word to describe elton john and david bowie in the same oh yeah just that bringing absolute joy and bliss to people yes absolutely um yeah i mean i guess i wasn't like far off i mean when i hear beatific i think of beethoven right and so beethoven definitely is in the same kind of category as these guys okay um okay was maybe less holy but you know (laughs) yeah not as uh yeah um so was that was that it for our of this day history Uh, time i think i think that was everything that we covered in our that we wanted to talk about okay yeah that that is actually yeah that's true um okay so moving on to um this week or recent news in music uh we have a story about um, Mark Hoppus, who is the bass player slash vocalist for Blink-182. If you don't know, um, he actually just announced um, – I, rec- I don't recall if it was Instagram or, or Twitter. I think it might have been Instagram because I think he posted a picture uh, of, mm-hmm. of him doing chemo. He announced that he was diagnosed with cancer, um, very unfortunately. But right. it's I, – I don't think he got specific on the stage, but um, – he seems confident that he's going to be okay. As as regardless of the stage, you should seem that way. You know, right? That's that's half of it is a is a mind game. Exactly. You know? um, like, so he he wrote a very long post, um, and at the end of it, he said, "Apologies if I'm oversharing, but it's so surreal to think that this week I'll take a test that may very well determine if I live or die," um, which is kind of a crazy thing to put into words, uh, especially coming from someone who who. You know, I, I wouldn't say just live the life that that guy has. You exactly, know? That guy's exactly. Probably done a lot of shit that's gotten him close to death, but had a good time doing it. Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is very different. You know, yeah, Obviously, very much so. Is uh, a fucking bitch and a half, like to say the least. Um, but I actually caught a little bit of a live stream, but where he was talking kind of about his condition. This is uh from today. I saw it uploaded twelve hours ago. I mm-hmm. actually watched it on my way home. Right. Prep for the show or refresh. And he was saying that he got a PET scan today and to prep for his PET scan, PET scan, which is the big, uh, it's proton emission topography. Right. I only know that because my parents work in radiology. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Yeah, I might enough. have the acronym wrong. Anyway, um, he couldn't have sugar. He couldn't have carbs. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have alcohol. Mm-hmm. He could not chew gum. He could not do any exercise. He had to basically do nothing but drink water for the day. Wow. Right. And even and even water was like, don't don't go crazy. And yeah. the logic behind it is um what that um what that imaging does specifically is it looks at density of, of mass in your body. Okay. And what it's looking for is if there's collections of mass, it's a hot spot that needs to be looked into further. It's like hey, there could be cancerous cells here or there could be some kind of growth or whatever the case may be. Right. Know? Right. Um, so be- he can't chew gum because chewing works on your jaw muscles and your body's <clears throat> response when muscle is broken down through work is to rebuild cells. Then. Right. So he couldn't do anything 
at oh, all. Oh yeah, because they're they're not wanting cancerous cells to spread. Right. Well, not even that they're not wanting cancer cells to spread. They don't want to look at something and it'd be wrong. Okay. Know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. 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 Okay. Right. I, I'm big dumb of... dumb. I, I'm no scientist, so you're that not, was a guess. You're not, you're not, a, you're not a big dumb. You're, <laughs> don't, you're fine. Don't listen to anything People I say when it comes to science. I feel like Joe Rogan wants to talk about that stuff. <laughs> like, oh, geez. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would. We're now we're talking about a podcast and a podcast. Okay. All right. Next thing. Um, so he actually he posted a picture uh, during Fourth of July weekend. And he captioned it. Uh, he was bald from from chemo and whatnot. Uh, but he he said the cancer haver wishes you all a very happy Fourth of July weekend. And ah, <laughs> I think very I mean, marked response. You yes, know? yes, yeah, very very marked. For those who don't know or listen to Blink One Eighty Two, the whole band obviously. But Mark is a very goofy guy, um, super lighthearted human being. Uh, so seeing seeing that news really sucked. Um, for but sure. I, I think, you know, I mean, like we said, it's it's good to be confident and and really have the mindset of that you're going to beat that. Uh, but I feel like you you know you don't portray it as, um, how do I word this? Not happy go lucky, but like feeling as confident as you do if you actually don't. If that makes sense, right? Like, right? I, you 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 don't want to put false hope into people. That. I feel like, like it's. I feel like it's bad karma to yourself. Like, yeah, you should be real with whatever it is that you're feeling when you're dealing with something like that. But I have no context. I've never had to deal with something like that. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, I, I've just always heard that like it's good to have the positive mindset. But obviously, I have no fucking oh, clue. Like, right. I, I, I don't know what that feels like. You know, I'm sure it's probably a pretty earth shattering thing to hear. Um, but yeah, then that, after that's that, a good adjective, earth shattering. Yeah, um, are you sure you don't have the word segment, dude? Come on! Oh, come on, dude! <laughs> earth shattering and beatific are two whole different ball games, man. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm just busting your chops. I'm ruining a little, but no, um, like it's 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 like Mark Hoppus seems like he's always been like the same genuine kind of nice guy. Like he was right. a goofy teenager that fell into success and tried to make the best of it and do the best with it. You never heard about like there's so many celebrities you hear about that instead of like end up being awful. Or like, oh, of course, things that could be perceived as awful, i.e., all of the pop punk scene. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's all very, very, very on the table, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, really, really, but, really quick. Uh, he... Volt, sorry, Volt Zilly, appreciate the raid, man. Thank you. Hope you had a good stream. Good. Thanks, man. Um, it's it's like it. He never was that, or at least if he was, we didn't hear about it, and we maybe never will. And I hope that's the case. Yeah. yeah. I hope the worst we hear about Mark Hoppus is that he was doing dumb shit in public like naked which, I, which we know is, yeah i was pretty sure that's already happened multiple times with that band so right like i'm pretty sure they did the whole like dick in a sock thing at one point like yeah else was doing yeah that might exactly. have been the red hot chili peppers but i, I same era kind of yeah 90s. yeah basically basically the same thing right um okay but... so i think uh yeah we'll go ahead and move on to the next topic uh so just real quick um obviously mark i'm sure you're listening to this podcast mark um we wish you the best thoughts, and uh, if you, if you do do so, prayers out to you, man. Um, we we hope you have a, a speedy and a, a good recovery. Um, absolutely, absolutely, like yeah. nothing but good vibes from us here at Black Flame and the Sound of Fire podcast. Absolutely. Um, so next topic is going to be Miss Britney Spears. Oh, Miss Britney Spears. Miss Britney Spears. Um, for those of you who have not been on the internet in the last six months, uh, <laughs> this is currently reaching ahead. Uh, Britney Spears' lawsuit against her father is intensifying, and they've released figures of how much 
certain things in the conservatorship have been costing to Brittany herself. Oh, and man. it's it's crazy. I didn't get the chance to pull the exact numbers or have them on hand, so I'm not going to reference them. I'll just spitball right. for some of this. Um, but the, the, the crazy thing is a lot of people don't realize how far down this conservatorship goes, what, what it means, and what its function is. So I think it's worth taking a second to break that down. A conservatorship right. normally is for somebody who's medically like intubated like can't compose themselves can't make any decisions if they have any like alzheimer's or dementia or if they're just very old like whatever they can if they're not lucid not yeah not of their like not uh, of sound mind sound mind like yeah that was the, that was what i was trying to say the, the, the <clears throat> minimum for that right right that's what this is for and admittedly britney spears did have a bit of a of a moment in 2008, 2009, I think is when that happened. I think it was yeah. in middle school, maybe. I remember Leave Britney Alone coming out around that time. Right. Um, but I mean, so sorry, we were we were talking about it last night. Like, the the older you get, the more that that breakdown seems like not abnormal. <laughs> like, oh, it, for it, sure, it seems super warranted. The fact that she we're shaved like her head, the age she, <laughs> or I'm like the age she was when that happened. Exactly. I, uh, Oh man, I get it, Brittany. I yeah. get it. I mean, obviously, I don't have anywhere near as much pressure as you do, but yeah, sheesh. Yeah, just the it's a lot. I mean, on, lot. like just the pressures of like existing when you get to to mid twenties is enough to be like, I'm gonna fucking shave my head today. Like now that's just where I'm now at. Imagine, so there's a lot of theories, and I won't get into crazy conspiracy theater where crazy conspiracy theory where we might get sued for like slander or libel. <laughs> yeah, please I'm totally gonna go there. Wait, did you wait, 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 wait. Do you mean libel? Yes, I don't know how to talk. I just know dumb words. Come on, we've been <laughs> over this. <laughs> yes, I meant libel. Okay, go ahead. Can't talk. Sorry. Um. <laughs> God, I had a train of thought. Of so sorry. I'm sorry. Crazy. It's okay. I, I found it again. Crazy conspiracy theory moment, right? Britney Spears was going through a lot. She had, she was always in the public eye. Lots of scrutiny. No one was necessarily dogging on her music career, but weird things had happened. Right. Her and like other celebrities, et cetera, et cetera. She was very much in the, the Hollywood culture sphere and the pressures are crazy. And maybe she's, maybe she's like doing drugs or something. Like who knows, right? Like it's it's possible for anybody in that position. I don't right. knock or shame anybody who ends up falling into those kind of vices. It's part right. of the scene. You're pressured to do it, and so everything goes tits up, and suddenly she's kind of faced with the possibility. It's a very real possibility because she is like I don't think she has a child yet at this point. Mm -hmm. But I think I that's think correct. Right. I don't think she has a child yet, but she ends up getting like threatened with this conservatorship or something and in an effort to not have it approved she shaves her head so that she'll pass a drug test oh like she's actually making the the smart decision in yeah that, if that's the case and this is totally speculative and there's no meat or potatoes to this i just right. it, it's a fun thing to flip around in my brain yeah um, for sure and it's it doesn't come with any negative connotation either. I think it's it's smart thinking, which kind of evidences the opposite of what the conservatorship was trying to kind of get across. You know, right. that that she's not mentally well, she's not mentally stable, <clears throat> right? Right. I'm sure the case was that she just was had a lot of stuff going on, and she might have been in a position where she needed some intervention of some mm -hmm. kind. Yeah, I I don't doubt that as a possibility. However, 
Um, it has been 13 years of that. It has yeah. been 13 years of that woman having zero control over her financial decisions, over her business decisions, over her, over her anything. And what's crazy, the craziest part is she's thriving through all of this. She releases a perfume company. She releases a lingerie company. She release. She starts doing the the musician gun, super famous now kind of entrepreneurial thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like like this is very common. Like Shaquille O'Neal owns how many Five Guys or whatever it is that he owns. Oh yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Right. Um, Pitbull owns Miami Subs now. Like <laughs> when you get to a certain level of fame and you have the access to the money, you start making financial decisions that, like that. Right, so that you can set yourself up for the longevity, and she's doing those things during this conservatorship. <clears throat> so nobody's questioning the conservatorship, right? And then this movement is happening; things are getting kind of uh, some things are kind of seeping out, if you will, leaking out into the the global awareness about what's happening with Britney, and it's awful. It's during her Vegas residency. If she disagreed with a dance move choreography that her father had hired the choreographer or whatever, mm -hmm. she was subjected to a month of working seven days a week for ten hour days. What? Like, yeah, it was it was basically borderline slavery. Yeah, if you think about it, um, not the same context as actual slavery, but it's like she is being kept in a prison. Her salary, her income was being used to hire a team of guards to keep her on property, whether it was at home or at the hotel she was staying at or whatever. Oh, my right? God, dude. And then the legal counsel she's getting is through her father, and her father's legal counsel is telling her false information about how this conservatorship works. Then it's not until she gets to appear in front of a judge that she hears that she can end this on her own terms because she's an adult. Like, it's that fucked up. It's like, it's super intense manipulation and gaslighting. And oh, my it's God. It's awful. Like, I mean, it's super, super yeah, awful. I, I, I know. Else I feel for this woman. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you know a little more about it because, like, I, I know the very surface level of it, of basically she has not been her own person, like, since she became Britney Spears. Um, right. So, like, I, I knew very little about it um, besides, like I said, the, the basics of it. But, I mean... Yeah, that's um I mean that's very much inhumane and disgusting yeah. that her of all people her father would be willing to like because I mean I'm assuming it's just because he knows the freaking money well that she is and how much money she could make. He's like, right. "Oh, I'm going to do what I can to make sure she makes as much of it and then I'm going to take probably most of it." Is what it sounds like. I mean, that's that's pretty cut and dry what it looked like. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's that that is that is crazy. And you know what? I realized I remember um why it started to come out. There was a documentary that came out that actually was pretty um pretty telling and painted a pretty started to paint a picture that a lot of Britney Spears' family was kind of in on the heist. Right. Yeah, That's well yeah, I heard her sister was too. Right. Like it, it it I don't know all of those details and I plan to do more research not for the sake of the show, but for my own yeah, just just out of curiosity. Yeah, I want to know what the fuck is happening there. Yeah, I'm try to. Yeah, you know. Um, so that's the the rundown on the Britney Spears case. Uh, I think she's now trying to get another date scheduled where she can plead her own, not have to put her case through a proxy third party. Right. To that effect. 
Yeah. Is my um, mic still cutting out, by the way? You were you were a little far away, so it was just for a second, but you're but as long as you're sitting Got a little it. closer, you're good. Yeah, I was looking at my, my thing and I went, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's not hearing all my words. I, I, I just couldn't even imagine um just not being my own person and be able to make my own decisions as an adult. That's just it's crazy to me. Um well hopefully that hopefully that gets resolved and and you know it's not drawn out for five to ten years and she has to spend millions of dollars more than she probably already has. Right, because I mean, just she's basically paying for legal fees on both sides. Yeah, exactly. So, it's so. kind of crazy. Yeah, so um, yeah, I hope that uh that gets solved quick because that. And just... you can't help but wonder like how much money she had. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. Like she's doing this and it sucks. She's probably like from all those really smart business decisions that were made during the conservatorship. She's probably chilling. Yeah, probably. And good for her because then she'll be able to just fucking unplug all those people and be like peace. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, that's that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, let's let's hope it gets to that sooner than later. Um, so oh. real quick, we're gonna take a little break to to hang out with you guys just for a couple minutes. Um, just want to say again, uh, Vatzili, thank you for the raid. We appreciate you, man. Um, oh, we got a live one. Trauma with we the oh yeah, I do want to become famous. Thank you for asking. Um, uh, I should click that link right now. <laughs> Qualazar, can you click the link and get back to us? Let us yeah, let, let us know what it looks like over there. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Trauma with the resub. Appreciate you, man. Kodo with the follow. Appreciate you. Thank you for the ban. Trauma, I was actually about to say mod check. Um, but, yeah, so, Qual, thanks for stopping by, man. I really appreciate you coming coming and oh, hanging did, out and did listening. Did Kodo Sound follow? Yes, Kodo Sound did follow. Uh, right when right we started. Kodo Sound is the homie. Kodo oh, Sound awesome. Is a, is a musician I know who lives in uh, North Carolina. And they have a proggy math rock band. Ooh, Pretty cool. Hello. Started, uh, what's it called? They recently started uh, doing, fuck, words are hard. Uh, recording and engineering <laughs> work. Like they're mixing a few projects for some bands. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Hell yeah. That's badass. Uh, so uh, Qual says follower boost plan equals $20 for 5,000 follows. Trauma. Trauma, hello. I think we need to drop some some bands on this to really make Black Flame pop. Get me? on it. A hundred dollars for thirty thousand, bro. Thirty k followers. I don't. I don't that's think I've like... ever used the term bands unironically until this moment. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm I'm hip with the 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 word jive. All right, and yeah. Just as quickly as I had it, I lost it. Seventy dollars for fifty subs? subs. That's not even cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking dumb part. You could just. <laughs> Like, oh, man. hello? Uh, no, that's great. Well, actually, uh, $70 for 50 No, no Well, no, it would be 50 because they're $5. It's $5 a sub. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. Like, what, 250 bucks instead yeah. of, like, if you were to do it yourself? Or um, a Prime subs. Yeah, they yeah, use true. hacked Prime subs. Oh, God, I don't even know. Is that even a thing? Probably. Probably. Someone out there has probably figured it out, dude. Like, what the fuck? Why not? Uh, All right. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and move on to the next one. There's going to be Alex Lifeson. Um, he actually just made a statement in an article. Actually, it was in an interview. Um, he confirms that, uh, which is actually kind of topical because we were just talking about Rush. Um, I think we kind of brushed over this a little bit. But he confirms that Rush will never exist as a band again, which is not honestly as devastating as it could be because we've kind of all seen that already like we we right. knew it was happening already it didn't have to be confirmed 
Um, it was, it's it's nice to hear it in in, con- in concrete terms, but it's like no one's surprised. Exactly, exactly. Like it's like okay, we know now, but we've known for a couple of years. Um, but you know, I mean, even still, it's it's still you a can't bummer. Blame them either, you know. Oh that's, well, yeah, of course. The thing that gets they were, like, you know, Neil. I mean, Neil was there from basically the start, and mm-hmm. you know, when when you lose someone who was playing with you for fif- almost fifty years, like you don't want to replace him. That, right. Just not how that works. You know, Queen was the only band that ever kind of did that. Yeah. Like, they yeah. Had, uh, uh, I don't remember who it was. Adam. Uh, Adam Levine? No, Adam Levine. that's Maroon 5. That's Maroon 5. Uh, the other Adam. Yeah. From American Idol. I can't remember his yes, name, which is a bummer. American, it's actually, American. I actually really like him. He's super talented. Yeah. He's a great voice. Yeah. Powerful. Um, yeah, Go for as we we're saying, just no one's really Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert. Yeah, that's right. That, that's exactly. Thank you, Kenbo. Kenbo with the with the the assist. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one. Yeah, like you were saying, it's it, it's it's a huge bummer, and you know you can't help but wonder what those guys are still probably feeling. You know, do they does like do they get a knot in their gut when when they hear a Rush song in public on the radio? Like, yeah, who they, knows? Like that's gotta hurt, man. I mean, the songs that they spent playing 40 for 40 years plus they one don't get to play anymore and mm. two they lost their best friend that they created those songs with so like you know it's got to be a really tough thing um to especially being in a band i mean they know how big they are you know so like they know they're gonna get played places and they have to be like am i gonna hear tom sawyer tonight and is it gonna kind of hurt a little bit you know like gouge out my heartstrings yeah no that's 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 entirely true and it's still just it brings me back i'm glad we did an episode on rush um so am i even now yeah even now i know that we could just start gushing about about this (laughs) new like about this band again about these people that changed our lives oh yeah for Um, sure that one's that one's honestly more uh more in there to kind of tie just tie it back to something that we did before um so this is worth bringing up i journey uh did do something similar um to what queen was attempting to do with with adam lambert um journey has had a few singers through the year as um jeff scott soto is yeah the current singer but yeah they they uh, did um they had the original the guy journey singers why don't i know this oh dude yeah. i don't know their names um all right we're gonna look i should know their names. i'm <laughs> mad that i don't well, but they okay, so, so Steve Perry. Yeah, they replaced him pretty pretty soon after he'd left. Um right. And then that guy didn't work. And then I don't know what the situation I think they took a hiatus after that, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. And then they got the the Filipino guy that they found on YouTube. Yeah, the Filipino YouTube guy is my favorite. He's he's amazing. He's freaking yeah. super good. He it is. also helps that he sounds exactly like Steve Perry. Yeah, I mean that that's the, that's the big thing is that Steve Perry just has that that quality to his voice. I saw a Journey tribute with Jeff Scott Soto and that was sick cuz Jeff Scott Soto is one of my favorite like contemporary like metal vocalists. Right. You know. Right. He's uh he was the vocalist for Ingve Mount's first two albums. He was briefly the vocalist for Journey. Um so yeah, I mean that one that one's just kind of that one was more it's more of an update on uh on kind of a we've already had yeah a follow-up to what we've spoken about um so the, the next and last one for the the kind of the the news this week oh. music wise 
Oh, which, this one's so cool. Which we are very excited to talk about, actually. Uh, it's going to be the Woodstock 99 documentary coming out. Uh, it releases July 3rd. So here in a couple weeks, actually. Actually, in like a little, barely over a week. July um, 23rd, right? 23rd. Yes, did I say 3rd? You did, but it's okay. okay. Sorry. I, I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't yeah. crazy. So yeah, July 23rd comes out. Um, Man, this looks awesome and crazy. And I cannot yeah it's trauma says eat your mic you're breaking up <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll pump the, the the gas here i got it okay right. um yeah so i cannot wait because i don't know like the quote-unquote lore behind how insane woodstock 99 was i just know that i love having drinks and watching like corn and limp biscuit do their thing <laughs> like so but i don't know how crazy that shit actually got i do <laughs> yeah or i had an idea because i've i i just happened to know about woodstock 99 before i realized they were making a documentary that shit was nuts yeah um, we were doing some research uh for the show this week and though there were no deaths at woodstock 99 um oh i see i see him getting bumped there um there were no deaths at woodstock 99 there were 1200 injuries Ugh. 1,200 people got injured at this event. Um, and which, the document... when you th- sorry to interrupt, when you think about mm-hmm. it, that's I feel like that's a pretty small percentage of the people that were there. Oh, yeah, there was a fuckload of people at Woodstock 99. Um, like, so uh, that doesn't seem like a crazy statistic, but it's also like it's still 1,200 people, like, who probably really like they got injured but probably some a lot of them almost died woodstock 99 had an attendance of more than four hundred thousand. oh my god so by the numbers uh 1200 divided by four hundred thousand is 0.03 percent okay attending people yeah so i i don't yeah it's a small percentage, but it's still a lot of people. Right. It just that's that's less to say, oh, it was a small number of people that got hurt. It was more to say how many fucking people were at yeah. this event. Yeah, you know? for a concert. Like was it another was it three days like OG yeah. Woodstock? Okay. Yes, it was. It was like three days like OG Woodstock. And okay. like it it's um I like to do this exercise with some people sometimes. Uh and everyone's gonna kind of experience it, experience this now if you're listening at home or watching us live on twitch.tv i want you to visualize right now like close your eyes you do this too bigger i'm doing it okay so close your eyes picture one pencil got it okay picture 10 pencils got it okay picture 100 pencils think we're there yeah okay picture a thousand pencils (laughs) Sure, a got it. A thousand individual <laughs> pencils. Like, hold on, are you sure you're there? Uh, I would no, I'm not I, at all. Right. Uh, I, I'm really bad as a visual learner, so I lose it at a hundred. Yeah, right. So I've met people that can go up to ten thousand, but I've never met somebody who can go. Okay, listen, the, the, uh, but also they're bullshitting you. How do they know? They have no clue. They, they have no idea. They have that you no can't idea. Like you have no clue because, like, when you said a thousand, I'm pretty sure I can kind of because, like. Your brain likes to overestimate what you actually think a thousand will be. Right. And I've learned that over the years. So I think a thousand and then I kind of scale it down a decent amount. 
And I'm like, yeah, that's probably pretty close to a thousand pencils, but I have no fucking clue. Anybody right. who says that they can picture ten thousand pencils in their head is a damn liar. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you know, you know, <laughs> it's like pencils are. You have a good frame for how big a pencil is. How's around a pencil on my on my desk right now? There's a pen. This is how big a pen is, right? Like I can, I have a good representation. It's about five, six inches long, however long the pen is. I can't picture the amount of space taken up exactly by a hundred people. Exactly. You know, like. <laughs> People are like an approximate square or, or cubic footage of like what twelve feet, you know? Like it's like somebody like by D and D rules, right? You occupy a five foot square, a five foot cube, so it's actually fifteen cubic feet, you know? Like you lost me at D and D. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's okay. I, I'm, <laughs> my my colors are showing. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of this. But so let's say you had ten to fifteen cubic feet. Per person, right? Right. Four hundred thousand people <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. There's actually, is, and actually, you know what? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna actually pull up. I found a, a good picture that I'll okay. pull up on stream. Um, so you're gonna go away for like two seconds, but okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. So hold on. Uh, thanks, chat. Love that. Right. Can you full screen that image? Can you like open it a new tab? If you right click, uh, okay. Yeah, like this is this is insane. Look at how many people that is, and there's garbage everywhere. <laughs> Look at the garbage. <laughs> This is debauchery. Yes. So, like, you can understand that that is a obscene amount of people. I don't know how your face just getting blocked there, but that's pretty sick. Um. Oh, it's just because it's just the window. But yeah. So. Oh my. Oh, my voice was gone. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Oh, it was. Oh, yikes. Um. <laughs> oh, Beaker, oh. we lost you. Apparently, we lost you. Wait. What? Uh oh. Oh boy. Wait. What? Can you hear um, me? I can hear you. Okay, okay we're good. Trauma, okay. Says, trauma says we're back. Okay. All right. That was weird. All right. Small, small scuff moment, but this is going good. Okay. So yeah, all that to say, this documentary is going to be very interesting and very cool, and I'm, we're both very excited to watch it. Yeah, it, it's um, going to be very cool. Um, I think they're doing... Beakers was gone on that screen, but you could hear me. Uh, yeah oh, that's I, weird okay, oh we'll, we'll i know look at I, it later i know what it is it's fine it's, it's fine um okay as long as we're both back now that's all that matters yeah, so back now moving on it's gonna to... be it's gonna be very cool like, yeah that, it's gonna be very it. awesome um so moving on to uh we want to talk about some new releases in music recently um especially this past like week or couple weeks uh post malone put out his song motley Crue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which if you haven't listened to it, it's very post Malone, but it's also very, very good. The music video, if you haven't seen, it, you should check it out for sure. Uh, if you can't tell in the screen or in the picture that I'm showing on stream, that's Tommy Lee, the drummer of Motley Crue, driving him around in a, um, very post Malone-esque style dipped, like probably seventies, 
um, uh, G, like GTO, somewhere around there probably. Okay. Um, very sick car. But yeah, so they're just driving around having a good time. It's a it's a really cool music video. It's a really cool song. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, yeah, the next... I think that this uh, this Motley Crue Post Malone thing has been in the works for a little while. Like I remember reading about this like a year ago. Oh, really? Talking about working together or something. Oh, interesting. I didn't the know. Song, that. The song is bumping. It's a it is a banger. <laughs> but you know, I I thought it was funny, and I'll say this, and then let you move on to the next one. Um, you mentioned it's very Post Malone, and before our show started, I was just talking to like, well, you know, there's there's congratulations Post Malone, and then there's circles Post Malone. Yeah, know? I guess that's true. He has his eras for sure, like with his different because right. his albums do sound different, which is actually not super common I, for... I really like that his records sound pretty different i do too you know? it's not super like, it's common alone because of his voice but exactly um yeah it's not super common for a top 40 artist to Reinvent sound themselves like actually that. be able to sound different in a record but he does it pretty well um yeah. so it's it's post alone sound with you know a good twist a new twist for sure um what, what i think <clears throat> it really comes down to um his producer andrew watt mm -hmm. uh his producer is incredible his producer just did a record with uh ozzy osbourne Ooh, well that makes sense right like he because he got he reached out to, to ozzy osbourne about doing the feature on that one post malone song uh heart of stone mm -hmm. which is a or take what you want from me i don't yeah. know what it's called and yeah. it's a banger and then afterwards ozzy osbourne was so impressed with watt as a producer he's like let's let's work on a record together man wow <laughs> and they did and that's pretty yeah. awesome by the so way I trauma the whole classic rock thing yeah trauma you can cool. you can you can cut that whole thing where i showed the picture uh just because audio got messed up um so the next one that i really 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 wanted to talk about was sleep token and by the way that's the oh. vocalist um <laughs> that is on the, the screen now oh, um, okay sleep tokens oh. alkaline oh. yeah um sleep tokens alkaline so okay sorry let me say that better the song is alkaline and it's by sleep token um man this song is really fucking good if you if you don't know who sleep token is um i suggest that you go check it out nope it's staying okay great um i'd suggest you go check it out because man is it really good and while you're at it go listen to everything else that they've released because that is also just really fucking good um, i had not heard the song until just before the show because Beaker and I were doing pre-show prep, and yeah. he asked me if I'd listen to it, and I went, no. And I put it on, and I was like, man, this is a... Well, I, I think the exact thing I said was, I want to start a band that sounds like Sleep Token. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I So a little story of how I found this band um, in the last few minutes before we wrap it up here. Um, so a band called Issues that I listened to, I've mentioned them on the podcast multiple times. Um, they were, they were doing a headlining tour for their new album, Beautiful Oblivion, which if you haven't heard, check it out. And they brought on Sleep Token to open the tour. And Sleep Token at the time was at around 1500 to 2000 monthly listeners on Spotify. They got on the tour and that went up to a about 125 to 150,000 listeners. Oh wow. Yeah. They are fucking incredible. Um so I we're we're me and our guitarist Brandon are homies with the guys in Issues. I went to the restroom at the House of Blues in Dallas. Walked out, saw Josh Issues drummer. We're like, "Oh, what's up?" Started talking for a sec, and he was like, "Have you heard Sleep Token yet? Have you listened to anything?" 
And I was like, I listened to 30 seconds of one of their songs and I stopped because I wanted to save it. And he looked at me dead in the eyes and he was like, good. The, <laughs> the less you know about this band before seeing them, the better. And oh, no way. boy, was he right? Because man, it was a fucking spectacle. And I loved every second of it. You can ask Lexus. My jaw was on the floor the whole time and I was vibing so hard. It was amazing. I'm looking at pictures from their live show now. Yeah. This is, this is sick. They're trippy, man. They're super trippy, but their music is really, really good. What is happening? Oh, yeah. I should also mention that they're actually, uh, they're from the, the UK and they're actually a Christian band, which is cool. God, the imagery is just so not that. You know? <laughs> I know, right? It's super dark and um, very symbolic of like maybe a darker meaning and a darker culture, but they are actually a worship. So their like slogan for the band is just worship, period. Like that's all it is, just worship. Um, so yeah, they're very good and um, definitely worth adding to your list of artists to listen to. For sure. I'm, oh, I'm hey. going to be checking that out. I've got Numlock in chat right now. My boy Shane, he's been watching me on Twitch uh, as Dr. Beaker for a long time. So hi, Shane. Appreciate you, man. Hope you're doing good. He's also a big fan of Down and Thieves, which is great. Nice. God bless. Love that. Of the large staff variety. Yes. <laughs> man, you know, of all the things, that's a, that's a great subtitle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Beaker of the large staff. Check the that large out. large staff variety. I mean. Yeah. So we got, we got one more on this list that we can touch on real quickly as we're wrapping up here. We still got a few minutes to, to kind of get into stuff. I've got so. some words for this. Yeah, this is this one's all you because you mentioned this one to me and I was like, yeah, dude, go for it. Um, so the reason I wanted to talk about oh, this song, image. which is "Butter" by BTS, and also their song "Permission to Dance." Um, so "Butter" is really, um, it's a really it's 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 a, it's a good song. You you know yeah. it, and I know that you've heard it because statistically, I was telling Anthony this statistically, one in I believe every ten people on earth have heard this song which is fucking crazy they got in the first week which is usually so for those who don't know music stuff the first week is the most important for any album song or anything that you release because that's where all of the that's where they judge what the numbers are going to be and where the success is going to be that's how you get tours especially in smaller uh music um uh scenes stuff like that this song sure. which broke two records by the way and i have the article pulled up um it was streamed in the first week 289 million times what yes yeah <laughs> what yeah 289 million streams in a week yes it also sold 250,000 copies in the first week. Sold. Not streamed. Sold. Which is insane, unheard of numbers. Both of those numbers are records. Just, just for context. Um, so, Justin Bieber's new album, Justice, came out. Right. And the lead single on Justice was peaches right i got my peaches out in georgia oh, yeah. yeah i've got a really fun story for you about that song off stream okay uh, yeah yeah sure and uh that song which came out in march 
has was it March? Let me just make sure it was March. Yeah, it was March nineteenth, twenty twenty one. That song has six hundred million streams, and it's been out for on Spotify anyway. It might be more across all the platforms, but on Spotify, it's got six hundred million streams. And butter on Spotify. Hold on, view artist. Butter on Spotify alone has 375 million. (laughs) That song came out May 21st. That's insane. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so May 21st to May 27th was... a billion by the end of the year. Oh, easily. It's it's very safe to say BTS is is the biggest artist slash band on the planet right now. No no one comes close. Um, Yeah, uh... The first week, 289 million streams and 250,000 copies sold. That's they they went like platinum five times, something like, <laughs> like I, something. I don't know what the going platinum terms is. Like, I how many records do you, I get to sell a million units, right? I don't, I don't remember exactly the numbers for gold and platinum, or is there a diamond now, too? I don't think there's a diamond. Okay, so you in order for a track to go platinum it has to sell a minimum of one million units so it was a quarter way there the first week yeah that's hold on what's the fastest what's the record for a song going flat Ooh, this is i'm actually curious what this is so i would guess like michael jackson right something like that hold on fastest fastest song to go platinum there it is I, yeah i searched for that incorrectly old town road Ro- what really old town road is the first or the fastest song good for him wow oh it's oh there is a diamond status okay yeah see i thought the there was you you were right um so this is the of the since they added this metric 60 years ago to the to the record industry of america's uh gold and platinum rating only 32 songs have ever hit diamond and old town road is one of them holy shit good for him man yeah that's fucking wild i'm trying to what is the what is the what is the metric on hitting diamond the metric on hitting diamond is where is it i just had it up Let's see. Let's go back. Diamond is 10 million. Wow. 10 and it wasn't established until 1999. No, oh, so, so it's in, pretty pretty new. It's pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah. In 22 years, 32 songs ever have gone diamond. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That is uh that is wild. Yeah, no, trauma. Uh, my my first guess would have been something from Thriller. Like it's uh, it's kind of insane how how quickly Old Town Road really took off. Considering that there was nothing before it, I didn't follow Little Nas X career that closely, but as far as I know, there was nothing really before Old Town Road. Yeah, um, it was Old Town Road to the moon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, he definitely that was definitely the spike in his career. Um, I'm I'm the same way. I don't know what he had out before that um but uh yeah and now he's got montero which is actually a really sick song i really like it 
uh, are we? Is this it? Okay, that's it. That's it for the, the slideshow. Well, everyone, <clears throat> it is 9.03 currently. Oh, that means it's 10.03 my time. It is 10.03 your time. That is correct. Um, yeah. So that was kind of the new form that this podcast will be taking. I actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. I yeah I I like us being able to talk about more things yeah I for think sure that's only a good thing I mean yeah. sure maybe we're a little bit more excitable and we kind of like I get <laughs> off topic really easily and I know that right but I'm having all like I was having fun before I had a lot of fun talking about doing this episode yeah it's nice to cover a lot of info um and just kind of keep things moving um oh, for sure but yeah so I, that go ahead. No, no, I uh, I think that we're we're gonna keep this going, um, guys. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. I'll mention it now again at the end of the show. We are on Twitter at uh, SOF Podcast. Check us out if you have anything you want to tell us, any ideas for things we should talk about on the show, or anything in that vein. Like, bring it up. We're we're open to anything. Uh, this is just a music show. We could do anything under the umbrella of music as long as you guys find it fun, you know? So exactly. if you have any ideas, I would love to read them. Beaker, I think, would love to read them. I'm going to speak for him. I know he'd love to read them. And we can kind of what the hell? start building a rapport with you guys. You, you don't know, know that. that? That's... Listen, man, if you don't, <laughs> I don't want you on my show, okay? <laughs> Your show! That's right. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I watched your react. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I lost him, boys. I guess this really is a solo show now. All right, I'm back. Be oh, thank God. You know <laughs> I stormed out I, dramatically. I, I, was, I didn't realize, and I looked at the screen, and I went, oh, wait, he's gone. He's fucking gone. And then I was saying... Uh, this is a solo show now, I guess. Oh, God, help me. And then you sat down right as I said that. So. All right. Okay. On that high note, uh, I think we is should there... go ahead and take it on out. Let's see who's up. Yeah. What's going on on the internet? I was going to say, let's know? check out who's uh, streaming right now. I do not got... follow nearly enough Black Flame people, and I feel bad about it. Oh, Spheres is streaming still. Um, Spheres is streaming still. Uh, Crucified Gaming is on, who we've we've done stuff with before, I believe. Let's see. Let's see. I've got a friend of mine who is live right now. We could shower them with some love. That guy kind of got me started streaming. Trauma, do you have anybody that you had in mind? Uh, so we can, because I was going to say Disgruntled Vet is also streaming right now. Oh, Disgruntled Vet is live? Yeah. I don't follow Disgruntled Vet. Let's do Disgruntled Vet. Okay, for sure. I can go ahead and do that. This, I know there's some spelling here. Dis, there's no U. It's like gruntled? Yeah. Is that right? D I S G R N T D I S G R N T L E D vet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna raid uh disgruntled vet. Oh. Oh, is Jordan oh, streaming too? I didn't even see. Jordan oh, he is. There. Jordan is streaming. Oh, sheesh. All right. We'll go ahead and throw it out to Jordan then. Yeah, we'll throw it down to. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna James. be I'm gonna be sure and go into disgruntled's chat and make sure to let him know that trauma told us not to raid him, and to send him us to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna throw cancel trauma is yeah that exactly it? exactly that's the whole situation that we've got going on here is just cancel trauma um yeah but anyway um we love you guys man we appreciate y'all for being here and talking and keeping the chat active while we you know spread some information hopefully it was super interesting to you guys i know it was for us um 
we really are, we really love this new format. Um, we've been talking about it for quite some time now and, uh, we're happy that we've kind of finally found our groove and, um, yeah, uh, real quick, if you are listening to this on YouTube or Spotify or watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, we stream this on Twitch every Tuesday, 8 PM central, 9 PM Eastern. Uh, we would love to have you in the chat, hanging out and interacting with everybody else here and spreading the love. We appreciate you guys. And, um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Just kidding. I'm bad at my job. Dude, you got it. Come on. I believe. Mm, I really hate being in this power. <laughs> maybe I, I shouldn't. It, maybe I shouldn't be. Is that right? Hey, man, you've been, you've been okay, on okay. and everything. There yeah, we go. Okay, cool. All right. So, yeah, like I said, we, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. And uh, um... please join us in saying hello to Righteous Jay. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great night. And check out his band, City of Sound, because they're absolutely amazing.